Hey Siri, is the ketogenic diet good for me? Okay, I found this on the web for is the ketogenic diet good for me? Check it out. Hey Siri, is the ketogenic diet bad for me? Okay, I found this on the web for is the ketogenic diet bad for me? Check it out. Take it with a grain of salt. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode three of a Grain of Salt Nutrition podcast with me, your host, Brandon Carabalosa. So today's episode is actually coming a week late. And my apologies, but I feel like the entire country is a week late or the entire world is a week late right now. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! Coronavirus is affecting every aspect of our lives from the fact that I work primarily at a gym and therefore, I am primarily out of work right now. I'm not a medical professional or a scientist or a biologist, so I'm not going to get too much into the actual coronavirus and mostly focus in on nutrition habits and exercise habits and sort of start there. You know, just to emphasize the importance of everybody doing their due diligence of social distancing and staying six feet apart and not panicking when it comes to this kind of decreased panic. I've loved... As a New Yorker, Cuomo speaking recently, just telling people to calm down, listen to the facts. And I think that's important is definitely to listen to the facts, do your part as a citizen, as a as an American and as a New Yorker. Um, but other than that, just to make sure that nobody has this instilled fear that shouldn't be there. If you take precaution and you have loved ones, you want to do it for them, just as if everyone was doing it for their loved ones. So the immunocompromised or the elderly or the people with underlying conditions like asthma, these are the people we're trying to protect. And therefore, if we go outside and then we go see somebody and they go see somebody and that person ends up seeing someone with one of those issues, by definition, we are a part of, part of the problem. So let's do our best in these times and all politics aside let's just let's just be diligent people and, and do what's asked with that said uh, quarantine and nutrition right that's kind of where we are right now and I think it's important to make sure we have a good idea of what this means because if anything this is a time to be more in tune with how we eat and how we are in terms of physical activity right we have more time possibly to structure um, our day-to-day eating habits, our day-to-day exercise patterns. And when we get to a place where, you know, things are back to normal, so we're going to work or we're exercising maybe at a gym, we can then take these habits and just tweak them a bit. But this is a good time to really hone in on why are you active? What are you eating? Why are we eating? Get down to the nitty gritty. You know, I've mentioned activity and that's important. Being sedentary in this time can be really, really difficult, right? There's already isolation. So a lot of us are feeling a little, you know, down and we're we're not outside. So we're we're a little depressed or maybe emotional. What we want to do is we want to stay active, right? Activity releases endorphins and therefore, you know, 
it's going to allow us to feel just a little bit better about each day going forward. And even just being outside and seeing people walking and being active, like that's a good sight. And you know, you can say hi and you can talk, you can even meet up with a friend and keep your distance and just get outside. But this is a time to do things more like jogging and running and, you know, go to a park and bring some equipment. I've put up a bunch of uh, minimal equipment or no equipment workouts you can do at home or at the park. Go on YouTube if you don't want to follow me in terms of that. I mean, there's so much free advice there when it comes to how to stay active during these times. And I suggest we do it. Um, And it also helps with regulation, right? So sedentary lifestyle can lead to some constipation. So now you're home, you're feeling constipated, you're feeling bloated, you're feeling kind of emotionally drained, and you're staying on the couch. In that state, it's kind of hard to go outside and be active. But if we're proactive and we're continuously you know, going through our physical activity daily, at least 20, 30 minutes. But if you can get 60 minutes, of course, that's always the, the golden sort of rule there, then go for it. Uh, be out, be active, figure out, ask me questions, ask friends questions, uh, YouTube as a resource, there's so much free content out there. When it comes to other things you can do is sticking to a schedule, right? I know a lot of parents right now are homeschooling and God bless your souls. But The one thing you'll notice with a lot of these homeschooling activities is that it is still scheduled, right? Snack time, arts and craft time, physical activity time. This is important because when we lose the structure of our schedule, that's when we tend to let things just go haywire. And all of a sudden you're eating at different times, you're snacking at different times, you're sleeping at different times. And not only is this something that's not really beneficial for us right now, but think about in a week or two or three or whenever this starts to you know, phase away a bit and everybody's in a healthier place, how messed up is your sleep cycle going to be? I was impacted by college life for like two years. I mean, I was up to three, four in the morning every day, and it took me a while to fix that. So yes, this is in college life, but two, three weeks, if you're being home and you're staying up later and you're having different eating habits, I mean, this can impact your journey going forward. So not only is it good for you right now, but sticking to a schedule is going to be good going forward. I would say one of the things we want to look at is that first level of nutrition. So that's going to be shopping. I mean, it's a little bit difficult, I know, and I wish it wasn't the case because it shouldn't be. There is no shortage of food. We've been told this. They they, they, they let us know that we, it's just the high demand right now that's really the issue. And there shouldn't be, right? I mean, things can go as normal. You should be shopping for the week, you know? We all should have some sort of canned food or storage food or freezer food, pasta, beans, canned tuna, frozen vegetables. You know, that's something we should all have stock in our fridge, but not going to last for three months, right? We don't need that right now. What we want to do is make sure we have a good supply, maybe a week supply of, you know, those kind of storage frozen foods. And the rest should be just our weekly shopping. When it comes to our weekly shopping, and, you know, we'll do a whole supermarket episode, but... The one thing you want to look at, the perimeters, as always. So when you first walk in and you go usually to the right of a supermarket, you're going to see your produce section. When it comes to vitality and health and even immunity, and we'll touch a bit bit about that, um, your produce section is going to be your most important section, right? Don't worry about the frozen food. Don't worry about the, the cans and all that stuff right now. Get a lot of vegetables, fruits and vegetables, right? Taste the rainbow. This is a time where you might have more time. So try new fruits, try new vegetables, cook them differently, look up new recipes, be adventurous, have fun with it. But this is your first stop should be most of your grocery shopping for the day. You continue to walk around the perimeter and what you're going to find now is going to be your meats, 
right? So if you're a vegetarian, you know, there's obviously some other options there like tofu and soy products. If you're eating regular foods, including meat products, then get your chicken, get your fish, get your eggs, right? You know, you can have some red meat, try a burger, try a good cut, cook a good steak, but we still want to limit that. We kind of went over this before. Um, Pick up your protein. And finally, you're going to have other refrigerated parts. So like your dairy, I'm gone like four cups of coffee a day right now because there's not much else to do. So, you know, get some soy, get some almond milk, try some oat milk, maybe try some dairy alternatives. This may be a good time to figure out, are you lactose intolerant? Are you handling dairy? Can I limit dairy in my life? That's really your perimeter shopping, right? So you have your frozen vegetables, you have your dairy and your protein, and then you have your produce. When you go in the aisles, yes, this is somewhere the storage stuff comes into play, but we also need this for everyday cooking. So stock up on your whole grains, your whole wheat bread, your rolled oats, your quinoa, your farro, your couscous, right? Those complex carbohydrates. Stop up on some canned goods so you can get your tuna fish, right? That's an easy lunch option for you right there. Some beans, some lentils, other non-perishable items. So like your oils inside those aisles, that's where we're going to find the most trouble, right? Again, there are some needs, nuts and seeds you can get from there. You're going to get some good dressings if you need it for whatever you're cooking. Um, essentials, salt and pepper, and again, things like oatmeal and maybe some cereal and some, some healthy snacks, rice cakes, and you might find skinny pop or popcorn. So there, there are some potential snack ideas there, but this is where we run into the most trouble. Box cereal, um, packaged goods, cookies, ch- chips, cakes, things with labels that we spoke about that were trying to be perceived as good but aren't so let's stick to minimal labeled products let's try to read that label and we'll do a whole label podcast episode trying to decipher what's good what's bad by looking at the label and the ingredients not necessarily the claims on the box let's be smart let's go for whole foods let's go for things that look and sound um, nutritious to our best ability at this point one thing that i mentioned before was sticking to your schedule and that's because After you've shopped and you've come home and hopefully you've limited the amount of snacks, but let's pretend that, you know, I'm no fool. You went to the supermarket hungry, you're bored, there's not a lot to do. Supermarket shopping is a social activity at this point. So you bought a lot of snack items. Well, now your schedule is a bit different and you have more downtime and we're not doing anything. We didn't schedule maybe a physical activity session. We didn't walk for 30 minutes. So now I have 30 minutes and what am I doing? Just like most human beings. I'm bored or I'm a little stressed from work or from working from home. So the first thing I'm going to do is look for instant relief. And that's typically that trip to the fridge or that trip to the cabinet. And now I'm looking for a snack. So we have it readily accessible. Not only do we have snacks, but we're in our home, we're comfortable and it's very, very close. I'm looking at my fridge right now as I'm creating this podcast. I know what's in there. It's a cheese stick, right? There's some hummus, there's some carrots, um, some potatoes from yesterday, which I might make with some eggs for lunch. I like eggs for lunch, but I know it's there and I'm bored. So it seems like a good idea. But if I had a schedule right now, um, I plan on going on a hike soon. So instead of having all this extra time, hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it takes for me to do this hike, I can actually be outside and not focus in on eating. Being bored is going to be a lot of our kryptonites right now. So try to figure out a schedule and let's get rid of some of this bored eating. Hydration is key at this point. So for a couple reasons, I'm a big fan of always having something near me to drink because sometimes, again, we're just looking for that immediate release, a pause in our day, and it could be a snack or it could just be taking a sip of something. So I always have seltzer, I always have water, 
coffee, tea, kombucha, some type of protein shake. I'm big on having a bunch of liquids in front of me, right? Try to keep them low calorie, as nutritious as possible, low sugar, maybe high protein in that case. But hydration is key because it's a habit and it's something you can do when you're bored. And if it's not something like juice or soda, it's not really going to affect you in a bad way, whether it's for weight gain or for the sugar content. But hydration is also key because hydration, um, sometimes we kind of miscue that hunger and that thirst. So we think we're really hungry, but we're actually just thirsty. And in that sense, we definitely can go drink some water, wait 5-10 minutes. If we still feel hungry, maybe it's time for a snack. But if we don't, we were probably just thirsty. So drinking water, remember I mentioned how much we should have last time, but again, maybe 3 liters, 4 liters a day right now. Um, Something just to keep you going throughout the day. Immunity is a big topic right now, and you're going to see vitamin C fly off the shelves, and you're going to see supplement companies push this or that. Um, I'm not a fan of that, and I think any registered dietitian will tell you the same. Uh, And a couple of my colleagues have, and I love watching their posts. I think this is a time where a lot of us are trying to put out content, and it's really cool because you get to see everybody's creativity. So shout out to all my uh, fellow RDs or just fellow professionals putting out content for the community. Immunity isn't something we can just fix with a pill, right? I mean, obviously, if you're in some sort of immunocompromise, there's medication. But when we're talking about food, right, even the concept of vitamin C, if you're taking vitamin C daily, and we're talking about daily, whether you have a cold or not, it can decrease the length of that cold, but it's not going to stop you from getting that cold. And it doesn't really decrease it by much. So the idea that if I run to the store because coronavirus is here and I jam pack vitamin C in my diet, it's not a good thing. There is no super fix. You'll see things like people are preaching vitamin D and vitamin C and magnesium. I mean, honestly, these are things we should have in our diet regardless. Now, supplements, again, and we'll have an episode on that, but supplements are a touchy kind of field for me. I think for some reasons, they can be beneficial, and some of them, some of them that are more research-backed, like whey protein, for example, Um, when it comes to maintaining muscle mass or, you know, increasing muscle growth or performance or recovery, then yeah, whey protein has a lot of evidence behind it. These little tricks or these little immunity boosters, um, the best immunity booster is a well-rounded diet. So we're talking about getting your produce, getting your fruits and your vegetables daily, right? You'll get natural vitamin C, you'll get natural minerals, you'll get natural vitamin D and zinc and all this coming in from your foods, um, from your good sources of protein, you'll get some good sources of fat, right? I think if we had to really narrow it down, the two most important things in this time is to make sure you're staying hydrated and eating a good source of protein. Because if one thing has the most to do with immunity, it's probably going to be protein. So making sure whether you're a vegetarian or a meat eater Um, that you are eating good sources of protein throughout the day. And we talked about needs before, and we'll do a whole protein episode in terms of what your needs may be, depending if you're trying to put on muscle, lose weight, burn fat, so on and so forth. But generally speaking, we can all get about 46 female, 56 male grams of protein, or we can be a little bit more um, specific and say, take your weight, convert it into kilograms, multiply that by 0.8, and that would be your minimal needs. And that's going to ensure that you're maintaining some level of non-compromised immunity. And hydration is just important because, you know, 
dehydration has a lot of downfalls. Hydration keeps the body in motion. It keeps the fluid. It keeps the nutrients going where it needs to go. So we want to make sure we're staying hydrated and we're getting enough protein. Overall, in terms of the whole coronavirus, quarantine, and nutrition, the biggest takeaways are going to be, you know, listen to the professionals out there. Everybody has their own opinion. Try to sort out opinions from facts in terms of what coronavirus is and do your best to be a a good citizen, a good American, a good New Yorker at sticking to schedule and routine, right? Shopping accordingly and overall just committing to healthy nutrition habits, well-rounded diet, fruits and vegetables, adequate protein. And, and from there, you want to, I would say, be skeptical of the gimmicks, you know, this, take this daily and you'll never get coronavirus. Stay away from all the supplements that you're not sure of. Ask a professional like myself um, or another registered dietitian in terms of what's the research behind this. Should I take this? Should I not? We can dive into that a bit more based on who you are as an individual. But nine times out of 10, the answer is you probably don't need it. Go have an orange. You probably don't need it. Have an egg omelet or you probably don't need it. Make sure you're drinking your water. The last thing I would say is this time period, it's hard, right? So maybe you were on track for weight loss or you were trying to build muscle mass. So right now, those goals are going to be a little tougher. Maybe it's not as easy to be as physically active, understandable. Or your tools aren't there. You were in a weight trading hypertrophy program and now you can only do body weight. Um, you had really sound habits nutritionally and you had snacks at your office that you, that you, that you had daily at the right time. And you were eating breakfast on the go. You brought lunch, you cooked dinner. Those habits are changing. So it's important to give yourself a little bit of a break here. I'm not saying fall off the wagon in terms of nutrition, but there's a chance that a little less activity and maybe a bit more snacking actually lead to a little bit of weight gain. Uh, not as much weight loss or not as much muscle mass. And that's okay. We're going through some weird times, some difficult times right now. Um, so don't hold yourself to maybe the same standard you were holding yourself. Or if you do, don't be as hard on yourself. Coming from a professional, it's a lot harder to do things when you have less tools. And right now we have less tools. So you take this time, if anything, to reset your, do things that you've been meaning to, get rid of clutter in your life, start something new, read a new book, um, atomic habits, right? Learn about creating good habits and destroying bad habits. Do some yoga. Maybe you've been contracting your muscles for the last three months and now you need to elongate them. Hop on YouTube, plop it down. That can be your new workout routine every other day. So there's a lot of benefits that we can get from this sort of extra time we have with ourselves or with our family. Um, we can get through a lot of things. You may not be at the same exact place where you were previously. And again, in this time period, though, don't get me wrong, it's still possible to achieve any goal that you want to achieve. You may need a little bit more guidance. You may need to restructure your program, but it's still definitely possible. And that's, again, where you would work with some professionals, fitness professionals that can help you do at home or in park workouts, nutrition professionals that can help you restructure your diet accordingly, make sure you're shopping for the right foods, eating for less activity, and maybe even medical professionals who can help you in another way like emotional support. Maybe you need to call the mental health hotline just because a lot of social isolation has weighed on you and it's changing everything from the fact that you're feeling a little more depressed, so you're working out a little less, so you feel a little more constipated, so you 
feel a little more crappy, so you sleep longer, so you eat more carbs because you feel a little more crappy. That all is a chain reaction that's very much so possible. And the whole point of this part is give yourself some wiggle room, right? Be as proactive as you can be. Be as resourceful as you can be. Use the tools and the resources that are now available to you. I'm hitting muscles that I didn't even think I can hit, and I'm a fitness professional with minimal equipment or, or no equipment. And it's exciting because it gives me more time to be creative as a nutritionist, as a registered dietitian, and as a personal trainer. So I'm learning more about my creativity and how resourceful I can be, which then is going to help me be creative and resourceful for my clients. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm taking this time to do more, you know, look at my website, um, kind of change things, tweak things there, post more on social media, hopefully get more of these out to you guys. It's been a little bit crazy. Sorry for the delay. It's been an adjustment period trying to figure out what's going to happen at work. Um, So yeah, I mean, I'm going through a lot too. I want to get these out weekly and that's still the go. In terms of the podcast, guys, thank you so much for listening. I have so much fun doing these. Hopefully I can be some words of wisdom or, or be a little bit comforting in these times. That's really my go. Um, I love having these conversations with individuals, but again, this is a way for me to have it with the masses. So I'm super excited to continue to do these podcasts going forward. Our next episode, we will have a special guest. Um, He is a fitness professional. A lot of people have come up to me and said, hey, I'm really, really down to do this podcast. I'm so excited. And so just to give you some ideas, my criteria is, okay, what do you want to talk about? Let's keep it fitness, nutrition, wellness, lifestyle. Let's somehow be able to relate it to nutrition, but come to me with some evidence. I want to entertain and educate, right? Both things have to happen. And I want to, again, I want to have fun. When I'm conversing with somebody, it's going to be more interactive. There'll be some laughs. There'll be some jokes, maybe a bit more explicit. It doesn't matter to me, right? But I want to make sure we're staying in that route of education as well. So next week, we'll have somebody on in here. And again, because the times are a bit different, I might put out a couple more episodes in a few weeks a bit faster. So I'm excited for that. Um, Last but not least, guys, I'm working on getting this distributed on more platforms. So right now, you've been able to listen to me on Anchor or Spotify. Now I'm available on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. I'm still working on getting this on Apple Podcasts. I should be coming within a week or so, so I'm excited for that. Um, otherwise, again, thank you for listening to another episode of A Grain of Salt Nutrition Podcast with me, your host, Brandon Carabalosa. Until next time.